Welcome to the Rep It Up Podcast, featuring award-winning trainer and sales strategist, Corey Angelin. Where we're going to talk today about how do you ask for a sale? How do you ask a complete stranger for money? You see, no matter how confident someone is in an experience that they provide for a product or service, the question is, how good are you at asking for the money? So in today's episode, that's what we're going to talk about. Years ago, I had gone to a restaurant and I was alone. I think I was teaching at the time. So when I teach, it's usually for two days. And after day one, I stay in a hotel. So I wanted to kill some time. So I go out to dinner. I open up this menu. I am starving. And I remember that I know I wanted a salad. I was in the mood for a nice salad. The problem was when I opened up the menu, there were a dozen different kinds of salad. It was almost like being a cheesecake factory with a thousand different things on the menu. And I couldn't decide what I wanted. But I knew I wanted a salad. So the waitress comes over and I ask her, I say, what do you recommend? Which salad do you recommend? She looks at the menu, takes her index finger and points to one of those salads and says this. I recommend the grilled chicken avocado salad. Now that was awesome. And I decided that I was going to get that salad, but you know what? The It hinged on one more question that I wanted to ask. And that question was why? Why do you recommend that salad? So she said, I recommend the grilled chicken avocado salad. I replied, why is that? At which point she said the two most exciting words in the food industry. Fresh avocado. So I said, sold to the gentleman named Corey. Now the waitress left. And I thought to myself, did I just realize the formula of how to ask for a sale because you see the formula anytime you want to ask for a sale literally is the fact that you should be giving a recommendation and why is it that you should be giving a recommendation that's an easy one it's because you're the expert in the room if you're a sales advisor at a gym and you tore someone around, I'm pretty sure that you're more than qualified to make a recommendation at the end as to which gym membership the customer should be going with. And if you're a personal trainer at a gym and you take someone through a complimentary training session, I'm pretty sure after that, understanding the needs, the goals, and the wants of the customer what training package that customer should buy. But you see, none of that makes sense unless you accompany it 
with a reason why, or in some cases, multiple reasons why. You see, the great salespeople, they give multiple reasons why. They leave no doubt to the customer why they should purchase a particular product or service. I find this fascinating because we do this all the time without even knowing it. We very often recommend or try to get your friend or family member to go eat at a particular place. You're trying to sell them on that idea and very often you will indirectly give a reason why. Come to my favorite pizza place because they have great thin crust pizza. Let's go watch this movie because it's got great action. We do it all the time. We make recommendations and we give reasons why. We just don't know that that's actually the formula of how you ask for a sale. So when I started teaching this, it all made sense. In fact, when you give multiple reasons why, it's actually even more powerful. So let's take a look at some examples. A sales advisor at a gym. Their job is to tour you around, figure out what your needs and wants are, and then at the end, sell you a membership. So, let's say the sales advisor takes you around, and you had told the sales advisor your goal was to lose 10 pounds. The sales advisor turns back and says, what has been getting in the way of you losing 10 pounds? In other words, is there an obstacle that has always gotten in your way? So the customer says something like, you know what? I just never had the time to commit to working out. The sales officer also discovers that the person will be around for the next year. In other words, they're not moving. They're not traveling. They're going to be able to come to the gym for the next year. Now, fast forward to the end of that. At the end of that scenario, the sales advisor would simply say something like this. So I would recommend you doing the year-long membership, but I want to give you a couple reasons why I say that. One is because you had told me earlier that you had a particular obstacle that's always gotten in your way, and that was time. But we also talked about that being a member here, we would provide you with a program that would make it really efficient for you to get in and out of the gym so that obstacle isn't an obstacle anymore. The other reason why I would recommend the year-long membership is because you had told me that you're going to be coming to the gym for the next year. You're not moving or taking a job somewhere else or you're going to be coming for the next year. So given those two reasons why, can you see how that would work for you? Now that last sentence, that last question is the actual way you ask for a sale or some variation of that. In other words, yes, you recommend, yes, you give reasons why, but you have to end it with an actual question. 
You know, the number one reason why people don't make a sale very often is they don't ask. They do a great job, but when it's time to ask for money, that's when they get nervous. So you have to actually ask for the sale. Now, asking for the sale, it could sound like this. Can you see how that would work for you? Or you can say, so are you ready to get started? Or you could say, so how does that look? Or you could say, what card do you want to use? Whatever, but it has to end with a question. And that's how you ask for a sale. Now, if you're a personal trainer, that formula is the same formula. It doesn't matter what you sell. The formula stays the same. You recommend, you give a reason why, you ask for the sale. So it's pretty simple. I give someone a complimentary training session as a trainer. I as well want to find out what one obstacle has always hindered a person from reaching or maintaining their fitness goal. Very often, it's a lack of having the right program to follow. So I talk to the customer about that. We also discuss, listen, how many weeks it's going to take you to get you to your goal. I mean, every goal, it takes time. So now let's fast forward to the end, and I'll use that formula. So I would recommend you train with me twice a week, but I want to give you a couple reasons why. The first reason is, is that thing that you were lacking all of your life, and that was a program. And we talked about you not having a program has been an obstacle. Well, when you're training with me twice a week, I'm going to take care of that program. The other reason why is because it's going to take us 10 weeks to reach your goal. We discussed how many weeks it was going to take to lose 10 pounds. So it's going to take 10 weeks, but we're going to do that together as a team. So listening to those two reasons why, can you see how training with me twice a week would be the way to go? Can you see how that would work for you? I use the same formula. The reasons why are different, but it's the exact same formula. You make a recommendation, you give reasons why, and then you sum it all up with a question. Can you see how that would work for you? Here's the thing. Once you actually ask for the sale, you need to shut up. If you've ever watched The Wolf of Wall Street, it's the first person to talk after that loses. Now, you might have awkward silence. You might have some awkward silence because they might be thinking about it, but you still don't say anything. You don't say a word until they say yes or no. Now, no matter what job you're in, think about the product or service that you sell, whatever it is, and then just use the formula. I would recommend this, and here are the reasons why I say that. Remember, you are the expert. You're the expert. I always love talking about car dealerships because when you go buy a car, and I've discussed this plenty of times in the past, it's fascinating the experience that you get there. Really, what they do is just base their sale off of price. They don't create a phenomenal experience. 
In fact, one of the things I love to talk about or ask a car dealer is what kind of car they drive. If you think about that question, it rarely gets asked. What kind of car do they drive? In other words, wouldn't you like to know that your dealer is driving the same car that you are or the same type of car? So if you go by a Ford, it would be uh, very cool to think about the dealer believes in the product so much that they too drive a Ford. And wouldn't it be great if that's one of the reasons why they gave you why you should buy one of their cars. So I know you test drove the Ford Explorer. That's actually the one that I would recommend you go with. One, because it just drives really, really well. But two, I have one myself and I love it. I mean, that's pretty powerful when you think about believing in your own product to the point that you're recommending it to everyone. So many times I run into people that don't practice what they preach in terms of what they sell, whether they don't use it themselves, uh, whether it's a product or a service. But the people that believe in what they're selling, it's much easier to make that recommendation to the customer, much easier, versus just saying, hey, you should buy this. And again, we fall back on price way too much. Although price is extremely important in someone making up their mind, we know for a fact, and there are plenty of studies that show, when you provide a great experience, not only is someone willing to give you money for a product or service, but they're actually willing to spend more. That's why people belong to high-end gyms. Could you join the $10 gym? Sure, there's a lot of them around and they serve their purpose. But if it was only based on price, that's the only gym that people would belong to. So always remember that it's not just about asking for the sale. First and foremost, you have to provide a great experience. The second most important thing is that you have to practice what you preach. Use your product or service. You don't have to use it every day, but use it. And if you do those two things, well, then the third thing comes easy. You always make a recommendation when it comes to what you're selling because you are the expert. But just back it up with some reasons why. Why you're making that recommendation. And then at the end of the day, there's one question you should always end with. Can you see how that would work for you? Thanks for being in the zone.